Welcome back to Yamoja Speaks Podcast with your host, Shalonda. Hey, Minx. I got my cat here. So if you enjoy listening to stories about improving your life, healing through traumatic experiences while using your artistic expression, as well as focusing on foster care and the experiences of foster youth who age out, whether that is their emotional issues that they have to work through, our emotional issues that we have to work through, behavioral things and concerns, the lack of motivation, the trauma that we have faced, and how we are using that to live a more thriving lifestyle rather than a surviving one. This is the podcast for you. Short interruption. So last week I was not consistent and I am telling myself that I am sticking to my word. It is 2023 and I really must be consistent, stay consistent. And although I am a single person doing the podcast, I really want to grow to the extent of having a team maybe by the the end of the year. And so with my consistency of really putting out these podcast episodes, it's going to hold me to that goal And so if I miss an episode on Thursday, I will do a bonus episode on Tuesday and then still do my regular routine on the Thursday. I'm just, I don't know, like I really want to stay consistent in doing it. And so when I did my first podcast episode, I think I had the freedom to write down like my ideas, do a little bit of research and I wrote down a lot of other things that actually had me more prepared. And so when I felt like I wasn't prepared, there was a lot of things that was going on at the time. And so I felt like because I'm not prepared, I should not produce. But the point of my podcast initially was to get, you know, get out there and to get out of my own head and stop standing in my own way. So... I was really saying that the podcast is not edited. I make mistakes. I'm really freely talking. So there will be some errors. And so I'm getting out of the mindset mindset of being a perfectionist and trying to cut out things and make sure that it's so beautiful. Listen, I don't have time for all of that. I am doing too many projects to be a perfectionist. So if you really do enjoy this podcast and the concepts that I talk about and it really intrigue you, I would say listen even with the imperfections because imperfections and things that might not go so well is what makes your journey more beautiful because you don't know what to expect. And so with all of my issues in my podcast, I don't even need to apologize for it because Because I have so many things to do, I am still showing up for myself. And when I listen to these podcasts over in the future, I will be able to hear myself with all the errors and still say to myself, if I didn't start even through the errors and maybe me um, not sounding all the way correct or stumbling over my words, the words still came out and I still had people listen to me. And I still was able to grow 
much more because I started. So thank you for listening to this podcast episode. Continue listening. So last week we discussed emotional habits and emotional addiction. I did not go too in-depth with emotional addiction, but I'll briefly go over what I mean by emotional addiction as well. But in this episode, we're going to dive into how we can overcome the emotional patterns that are unhealthy for us and identifying it and realizing that that is a limited space that we're operating in. And the reason why we we aren't fulfilling our life's purpose or really doing the things that we know brings us joy and passion in our lives is because we still have some limitations in our thinking. So let's first discuss emotional addiction because it can be an emotional addiction that leads to substance abuse. However, you can be emotionally addicted to the wrong person. And although it may seem like you can't get out of it or you know, why bother because I'm used to this, what happens is that this person does not allow you to grow mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. They are not stimulating you the way that you need to be stimulated. And it really stagnates your life. And I speak from experience because you really don't know that you're emotionally invested and connected to a person until you really go through the healing journey and identify key things that I mentioned in my last podcast episode to really understand if the emotional habits that you have are healthy or not, the emotional habits when you interact with this person are healthy or not. So let's get into it. Emotional addiction to a person is still being with a person that you know is toxic for you. The person themselves is not healthy. And while you do have some great times together, you still feel unfulfilled. Something is not adding passion to your life. But you continue to stay with this person because the good times outweighs the miserable ones. And although you might ponder over all of the issues, this emotional connection makes you feel safe. Because the thought of leaving them is more horrendous and scary of a process because the unknown, you don't know what might be outside of this relationship. And then it brings me to the concept of being codependent on this person. You believe that this person has all your needs, right? And they are going to fulfill them. Well, we know that this is not true. We know that outside of ourselves, people do not hold the key to making us happy. But that innate feeling of being connected to someone, being close to someone, and you've shared moments of joy and heartache with this person that you're connected to, because we all went there, right? To now be in a space where you have to contemplate whether or not it's healthy for you, whether or not to just walk away and leave, it can be problematic because some of these relationships are not romantic. 
some of the relationships that we have that are very toxic to us are parental relationships. And we have an emotional addiction to please our parents. We have this desire to hold up to their standards and live in a way that they have presented to us. And because we don't go with their narrative of our lives, it causes confliction. But we still have the desire to sometimes please our parents. I know growing up in foster care, we had the desire to please and accept or go the opposite direction. And it's a romantic partner that we're trying to please. But the person that we really have to please and satisfy is ourselves. We have to get down to the root of our emotional issues to really understand that there is no one else out there that's going to be in that position to make us happy except ourselves first. Because if we cannot be happy with ourselves first, no one else can fulfill us. And I literally had to go through this realization currently. And as I was thinking about the last podcast, I missed my opportunity to be consistent. So you're getting this additional one. But I really was thinking about my relationships connected to people and why these relationships even exist. Why did I cultivate them in the first place? What purpose do they hold? Am I telling myself that they make me happy or they satisfy me? Am I telling myself that I need them? Am I even happy with the relationship that I have created with myself? Because that's the foundation. And as I looked at some of the relationships that I have, I was creeping up on this emotional addiction concept and realizing that some of the relationships that I have are really toxic and they are non-beneficial to me at all. Like they're absolutely disposable, if I say so myself, because it's not adding to the passion that I want to feel in my life. It's not adding to my growth. Although, taking the lessons that I've learned is adding to the growth. But releasing people and the relationship that we share is also a form of growth and healing. And I want to be in that step. I don't know about you, but if you're ready to be in that step, continue listening. Taking the steps to realize that we might be connected to a person or people in unhealthy ways is a process to go through because we then have to look at ourselves in the mirror and look at the dislikes of ourselves and the problems that we see within ourselves because that's the foundation for why we have these negative relationships with people. It's the foundation because if we are mistreating ourselves, then we give the power to someone else to do the same. If we are not really in a space of love and compassion for ourselves, we don't give other people the right language to use towards us, right? We don't give them the necessary tools to use towards us because we have never 
or haven't been doing so because I know that I went through a process of, yes, I went through affirmations and yes, I was going through my spiritual journey. And while it was amazing, it was short-lived, it stopped and I was going through a very emotional time and I didn't want to deal with the expression of those emotions. And so I allowed them to fester And as you really think about a womb that is unhealed, it starts to rot. It starts to get infected. And so think about your emotions in the same manner and think not dealing with your emotions and the trauma that you have faced and allow it to rot and fester in your body until it oozes out. Yeah, what a vivid picture, right? Imagine that because that's exactly how it is. We don't deal with our emotional issues until we get to a breaking point and we start to have anxiety attacks and things start to spiral out of control and we don't have a handle in our lives. Things feel disorganized. Things feel chaotic. And then you realize what's even more chaotic is the relationships that you might be having with people. And you don't know how to fix it because I went through the the you know, period where I'm like, I don't want to let certain relationships go because they've been here for a long time and I'm used to them. But familiarity is not acceptable, you know, because you can get too comfortable in a situation. We can all be too comfortable in a situation that is not serving us, that's not healthy at all. But because we know it, we stay. And that's where the emotional addiction come into because the quote for insanity is continuing to do something, although you know that there's not going to be a different result. So you're still doing the same thing, expecting something different. Well, if you're interacting with a person and you're expecting them to change and they're not because they're not at that point of wanting to change. You can't force them to do so, but you can take ownership of how you change. I have full control over how I change, how I show up, how I decide to work on my emotional habits and change the narrative of how I speak to myself, what life plans I have for myself, and then to go towards that direction and not away from it. But I don't have the responsibility of picking someone up with me, packing their bags, and then walking them. No, I don't. I don't have the capacity to carry on someone else and their weight. But I do have the responsibility and I owe it to myself to know how I can make a change. And so when I was going through my little change, and I'm still in the process of, you know, really understanding this emotional addiction, especially into parental relationships, I have to really look at the dynamic between my parent, my parents and myself, and even my foster parents and myself, and really understand what's healthy and what's not healthy. Why am I doing certain things, saying certain things, certain conversations end up going into a certain direction that I did not expect it to go into? It reminds me that I have things that I have to work on. 
It reminds me that I had to figure out that there's something within me that is not fully connected to me. And I was reading How We Heal by Alex L. And it really gave me the perspective of how her relationship with her mom and her becoming triggered because she felt like her mom did not appreciate and really give her the um, credit that she really deserved for doing certain things in her life. And she looked at herself and felt incompetent, incomplete. And when you think about being in foster care, it's like we're trying to please everyone while dealing with our own emotions in a way that we don't really know how to deal with. We aren't taught the tools. And so we're doing it in such a way that is very primitive, that is very natural. And studies, you know, have did the research on it. And I just watched a, fascinate, a fascinating video that explained it. And I really want to do the research for it. Because it explains how we go through a series of stressful moments. And being put in foster care is a very high stressful moment. And then the relationships that you know shapes how you will interact with this new family. And then that interaction will also shape how you create other relationships in school, in your work environment, when you age out. And so looking at that foundation between how do you have a relationship with yourself? How do we have relationships with our parents? How do we take that foundation and then create healthier relationships with other people? Now, that's what I want to discuss. I am not at that phase yet. I am not at the phase where I can create healthy relationships with boundaries and all the great, you know, things that go into making and building a relationship that is long lasting. Because I have never had a long lasting relationship. And when things get too personal, too deep, I am very distant. At least I become very distant. And I withdraw. And that is a fear tactic. That is out of fear, not love. And so I'm still going through the process of understanding why. But it stems from my early years as a child and having to move around a lot. Really not having a connection with friends. Because I knew that we were going to move once again, and it was not stable for me. So when I did get into foster care, and although I had some behavioral issues in the beginning, when the idea of not being stable came into question, I wanted that stability. And so I'm applying that to now when I talk to my therapist. How can I bring that stability into my current position in life right now and do the things that are fulfilling and that makes me joyful and makes me light up my personality is expressed because once I find that once I get back to doing those things that does bring all of these wonderful habits and traits and feelings 
I would then be able to break the relationships and then create healthier with boundaries <laughs> relationships with people because I'm restructuring my foundation from a real substantial hardcore layout. I don't have a you know shaky foundation when I get back to who I am and what brings me joy. Not being connected to anyone. Not making sure that everyone else is good, but putting myself first and getting to the core root of my emotions. And then in the last podcast, we discussed emotional habits. Well, if I get to the core of my emotions, I can then start putting labels and names to it. I can really understand that I feel frustrated. I feel confused. I feel and really get to understanding what might be going on at particular moments or even addressing old moments that might come into my thinking and like I'm pondering over something that happened years ago, right? Because those things do come up. Understanding how to put that into perspective. I felt, I no longer feel those things But I felt this way. I had this type of thinking back then. And once you're able to separate these things, then getting understanding and understanding to the emotional habits that you should create. I know that we listen to, oh, you can just listen to affirmations, but you really have to understand the emotions that you have versus what you had And then when you know those emotions, deal with the situations that happen that is connected to that emotion, the memory that's connected to that emotion. And then when you are moving forward, then you can create a way that you have confidence for speaking up for yourself because you have the language to do it. You have the confidence to do it. So in that moment, you're creating new emotional habits because now you can talk up for yourself. You can speak with intentions. You can speak how you feel. You can express how you feel. And that's what phase I'm in. I'm in a phase of going through and sorting out my current emotion for my old emotion. And with my old emotion, I'm learning to let it go. Because the relationships, even with my parents and all the things that happened, I cannot hold myself prisoner to those old emotions and old memories. And I cannot hold my parents, my friends, a significant partner to that same old emotion and old experiences. Because it does nothing but limits our thinking and distractions come into play where we figure we're going to sit here and think for five minutes and that five minutes turn into five hours and then we're endlessly strolling on social media to find comfort and we're removing ourselves from our purpose and our joy that really fulfills us so I'm at that first level I would love to know what level you're at are you in a phase of understanding your emotions current and past 
sorting through your experiences, renaming some of the emotions that you might have felt but don't feel today? Are you in a phase of sorting through your emotional habits, taking out the negative ones, the ones that are unhealthy, the sitting in your emotions and not being productive? Or are you living in a thriving energy and you allowing yourself to feel emotions and create wonderful relationships with people on a deeper level where you are not just talking about the weather or surface level information, but you're inspiring each other to move forward in life, to create things, to go forward and do things out in the world that makes you powerful, makes you confident, and it makes you successful. Are you asking your friends about their goals? What do they envision for them for themselves and in their lives? I just want to know what phase you're in. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you enjoyed this podcast and you like the concept of you know, talking about foster care, talking about emotional traumas, talking about triggers, and how we overcome them. Of course, that will pop on. But this is a podcast for you. And of course, all of the show notes uh, basically explain where you can find us. We are on Instagram, Yamoja Speaks, all one. And I do show up on Facebook from time to time, but we are not active. I am one person, so I'm really not as active. I'm more active on Instagram. If you wanted to come onto the podcast or you have something to say or you wanted to just show up and kind of DM me with a message and find a connection with me, I would greatly appreciate that. You can like some photos. You can join the community because we're definitely growing and I would love to interact with every single one of you. All right. Talk to you later.